Are you ready to own your dream home? Then look no further. Welcome to The Home Show, the podcast that simplifies the home buying process. From partnering with the right lender to finding the perfect realtor who truly understands your needs, we've got you covered. Just search for The Home Show on your favorite podcast hosts like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Don't miss out on this transformative journey. Tune in now and let's make your dream home a reality together. We're waiting for you. What's up, Kay? Have you ever seen a situation in which there was too much income? Never in life. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a first. It's <laughs> never a dull minute, but I love it. I love this business, love man. It. So this week. We're talking about the three things that you should know before using a down payment assistance program. That part. Let's get into it. First, let's talk about pre-approval or getting pre-approved and the importance um, of that step. I think it's overlooked. What do you think? Do you think that's, it's not too much attention drawn to that process or drawn to that stage of the process? I think it's spoken of a lot, Mm -hmm. but it's really not dealt with like it needs to be. Being pre-approved or what a pre-approval is all about deals with your income, your credit, history and your capacity. Meaning, hey, you may be making $3,500 a month, but we have to see if the underwriter is going to let us use all of that income. And then we're looking at your credit history, your credit scores, your trade lines, things of that nature. But when it comes to being pre-approved, not only is it important in the validating of your income, But that process is important when it comes to communication. What I mean by that is communication between your lender, communication between your agent, and then with you. If you're someone who's looking for down payment assistance, it's implied that you don't have all the monies to help get you into this house. So with the pre-approval, the lender is able to talk with your agent and figure out what concessions you may need from the seller. Church. I'm ready to testify, but I want to let the pastor fit and go on preach, pastor. No, go I mean, on. I mean, what do you think, especially in the market that we're in, do you think it's wise for a buyer who's putting, you know, a contract down on a home? Do you think it's wise for them to go in asking for concessions? I don't think it's not wise. Uh-huh. I think you should ask for concession. I think you should have the understanding that a seller is not obligated to give you the concessions. And I don't think it's wise for you to go into this process with or without a game plan. That said, it's also very important for you to partner with the right people, especially if you're looking for down payment assistance, because as you said, uh, you don't have all of the money, right. i.e. you're looking for DPAs. As a matter of fact, what we were alluding to in the intro was a deal, down payment assistance, after we actually got the certified verification of employment from the the applicant's employers, we then found that they made too much money for the program. But everybody's in a hurry. Everybody wants a pre-approval. And the deal is they're in contract, they're past their option period, they paid for an inspection, and an appraisal has been ordered and paid for. And that's why the pre-approval step is so important for you all. Step number one, especially those that are looking for down payment assistance, because income is a major part to get monies for these programs. I agree. 
Oh, there's nothing wrong with asking for concessions, but don't put all your eggs in one basket and 100% expect that seller to give you or fill in the gap into what you're needing. The last thing that I'll say about the pre-approval stage before I move on, it helps with discouragement. You talked about, or we both have talked about us being in a seller's market. And all that means is there are less homes and more buyers. So sellers are going to be picky when it comes to people under contract and who are wanting to buy their homes. You, It's their home. They have sentimental value. So they want the most that they can get for their home. And if you're a buyer coming and you know you need some help, there may be someone else who has a cash offer or someone else who's in a a position that they want to accept over you. So with the pre-approval, it helps with the discouragement because not only are you coming to them with your scenario, but you're approved. Uh, a yeah. pre-approval is better than a pre-qualification. It's not guaranteed, but based on what the lender has seen so far, those numbers are accurate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it helps with discouragement here in this market. And as a buyer, it helps you not to waste your time, not just waste your money, but time is something that you can't get back. That's also an asset that we don't put a lot of emphasis on. Trust me, if you slow down in the beginning, picking your partners, picking the team, and then supplying the information up front, you can run in the end, okay? Because speed is necessary because there's a lot of competition. Yeah, yep. And you don't wanna have any uh, potential Bombs. So you said three things. What's number two? The cost. With down payment assistance programs, your interest rate is going to be a little higher as opposed to you just using a regular FHA, VA, conventional USDA, regular type loan. And there are costs that are associated with those programs. And a lot of times those costs add up to thousands of dollars, which are eating into the monies that you're getting from the program. And that's why you got to have some money, yes. Michaela. You gotta, it's, you said it in the beginning, it's down payment assistance. Mm -hmm. So you might, it might be 3%, 4%, 5% of the loan amount, but you don't get that total amount no. because of the fees. Yep. There's administrative fees and costs and things of that nature. But the down payment assistance programs are awesome mm -hmm. because it's hard to save money. Yes. And a lot of you have realized over the last couple of years while you've been waiting to save money, it's like you're in a, a catch 22, a, a pickle. Because if you wait two years, guaranteed the home prices have gone up. So if you got three and a half percent and you short, because it takes anywhere between what, eight to 10% to get in the house? Yep. Well, I'll, I'll say in Texas. Other states, it could be less because of the taxes. That's true. Right? But in Texas, eight to 10% of where you are uh, on top of some of these other fees, and you only have three and a half, and you're in some of these hotter markets, you may have to wait. And so by waiting and understanding this, you don't get discouraged. No. You're not wasting your time and you have a plan of action. You have a roadmap, Michaela, mm -hmm. on what you need to do to get the monies that you need to get for a strike price. And then you're not out of money and you're not discouraged. Right. And I'm glad that you brought up the three and a half percent because that leads me into our third and final point. Okay. Reserves. Mm. Which is just money that you have left over after you finish the transaction. Okay, I thought you said preserves. No. <laughs> there no. I go. Reserves. I'm trying to, boy, this sugar working. I'm trying to go a couple of days out of sugar, but I don't know if I'm going to make it. Man, no. Y'all pray for me. Reserves. Okay, reserves. Okay, go ahead. My bad. You have PITI, principal interest, interest taxes, and insurance. I and if you could have at least 
two months of that in your bank account or somewhere that you can, it's tangible, you can touch it. What? It looks good on you if you have more reserves saved up. Dealing with underwriters and the softwares and things that we use, it benefits you all um, in those. Not only will it help you potentially with underwriting, like you said, with the software that we use, because the algorithm takes that into account. Because the algorithm doesn't want you to be house rich and what? Cash, Cash poor. poor. Because maintenance and life always happen. Yep. You're 100% on that point. Because you don't want to go into a home and you don't have any money. Last two, two months, PITI, that's the house payment. You should have that at minimum. Or like she said, have access to a 401k or some place that you can liquidate yep. uh, when something goes wrong. And that's even with new homes. Oh, you hit because I, with my position, I look more at presenting a file to the underwriter to get it approved. Yes, yeah, so and that yeah. just goes to my mindset. But as you you say in in your business, you're he, he's looking out for you all. We're yeah. all looking out for you all. We need the housing market to survive because right. in two years I want a house. Right. So we want to make sure that you guys not only get the house, but you're successful in the house and you have money after. You, you bought the house. You know what I mean? I, ultimately, I feel like when you win, we win. Because mm -hmm. here's the deal, young lady. Ownership is at stake because there's a shortage of homes. And they ain't building no more. They they're ain't. <laughs> Not. They ain't. ain't. They're, or if they're building, it's at a very slow rate. You've got this many people who... Come on. This many people yeah. who need houses yeah. and we only have this many. And because of that last recession, builders are smart. Yeah. They're not going to... Be their own competition. No. So there's a lot of multifamily coming online, and you'll start seeing on these channels that you're watching in other places, people are now starting to lament, oh, I can't afford it, I can't afford it. It's going up. Yes. So get on the property ladder when you can. We have a video that we just did last week, affordability solutions, yes. things that you can do to increase your income. We'll put a card somewhere here or here. Avail yourself to that information because... All of the things that we're doing here is really to help you. We want to be here and be a resource for you to help you out. So to recap, give them the three things. So number one, make sure that you are pre-approved properly. Number two is dealing with the down payment assistance costs or fees. And then the last point is dealing with your reserves and the money that you have over after you've closed on a home. There it is. There it is. You got anything else? No, I think that's it. If you like content like this hit the subscribe button follow the channel and check out the playlist for more content like this be good to one another let grace abound and until the next time peace y'all be blessed attention texas home buyers did you know that the texas state affordable housing corporation also known as T-Shack, has several down payment assistance options available to you. These programs are designed to help make home ownership more accessible, and yet they are often underutilized. You don't even have to be a first-time homebuyer. Don't let the lack of a down payment and or closing cost funds hold you back any longer from realizing your dreams of home ownership. Schedule a consultation today and learn more about these great resources and start your journey to home ownership. Are you tired of renting? Are you in need of more space? 
Are you ready to build a foundation for you and your family's legacy? Take the first step and schedule a home loan consultation today. We will discuss your home ownership goals and prepare a plan of action for you to start laying that foundation today.